everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles framework. Sometimes in a week, a certain theme appears as I'm talking to people in our partner organizations or leaders and within our own team at student education. That occurred this past week. I must admit, I had to look in the mirror on this one. The topic from the theme of the week today is delegation. A Harvard Business Review article written by Jesse Sostren titled, To Be a Great Leader, You Have to Learn to Delegate Well, brought my thoughts together in a way that I could reflect on what to do and kind of what not to do. Sostren starts his first sentence of the article stating, one of the most difficult transitions for leaders to make is the shift from doing to leading. He talks about the difference between being a new manager, an early leader, and and leaders doing the task at hand and working alongside the people that they work with and rolling up the sleeves, to leaders who over time increase their responsibilities as they become more complex. And when you're new, yeah, you build trust by rolling up your sleeves and executing that tactical work. And as you advance, a leader may lose their team's confidence when that leader is leading by doing too much of the rolling up the sleeves. So as we advance, we don't want to do a lot of the tactical work because we aren't the doers anymore. We really become advanced as leaders. What's possible on any team will expand when leaders empower other leaders and team members to contribute their best work toward the shared priorities. Everyone has to see where they fit into the outcomes and the priorities. That's what we have conversations about with our team. They need to be empowered to do the right work, focused on the key winning moves to achieve the results that are most important to us. And here's the holding up the mirror part, asking ourselves, how well are we doing that? Our power as a leader decreases with everything we unnecessarily hold on to. Yeah, let me say that again. Our power as a leader decreases with everything we unnecessarily hold on to. As I'm reading the article, I almost thought about stopping it at this point. You know, the message was most likely going to get even more difficult. And Sostren says, we need to be more essential and less involved. When we justify holding on to our work, we confuse being involved with being essential. He tells us the two are not the same, just as being busy and being productive aren't necessarily equal. Being involved with being essential can get confused. Here's the bottom line. We are essential when we decisively and wisely activate those around us. Have you ever heard some employees say things like, my leader acts like a dictator? Yeah, here's a Dilbert cartoon I love that plays this out. Dilbert's boss says, you'll be in charge of this project. Dilbert says, what's my budget? The boss, 
I'll need to approve all expenses. Dilbert, who will I report to? Boss, your team will report to me and I'll tell them what to do. Dilbert, I'll start on that project plan. The boss, hmm, skip that part. I already have a plan in my head. Dilbert, oh, okay, hypothetically, who would take the blame if this project failed? Here's what the boss says. Well, you're in charge. <laughs> As leaders who delegate well, we want to shape the thoughts and ideas of others instead of dictating their plans or being a pass-through for approval, making sure that they know that we are indispensable. They, we show them that surely they can't live without us. We want to, to shape them in ways that reposition the priorities to them so that they're building the path as we provide that support. And Sostran asked us to answer this question. Here it is again. I'm asking you and I'm asking myself. Let's hold up the mirror again as I pose this question that he put in his article. If you had to take an unexpected week off, would your initiatives and priorities advance in your absence? Now, I tell you, I had this experience in December going into January. As some of you know, and some of you may not, I had a, a back surgery on December 1st last year, and I had to miss several weeks with the surgery, and I've had to really monitor myself over the course of time for six weeks and into the next three months. Well, as part of that, I missed our strategy session. We have four quarterly strategy sessions a year, and I, for the first time, missed that strategy session. And I had to miss several meetings that were connected to that strategy session that week. And so what I knew then was that the people on our team had great ability to move forward in the most positive way without me being there. Now I have to admit, it was a little hard to handle, but at the end of the day, what my recovery has taught me is how important it's been to know that I can count on the people who work around me and the leaders who are doing unbelievable work to help our organization advance and accelerate and achieve excellence. When we have a vision as leaders, especially those of us who are in those executive positions, when we have a vision, a path, good measures, a tracking process for what we're trying to accomplish and help each other see how what they do contributes to the whole, we have a greater chance of delegating. That's what I know even more now after the last several months than I ever have. And it's more difficult to delegate when we leave people to come to their own conclusions about what we're asking them to do and why. That's not what we're talking about. Because Sostrin says, people get excited about what's possible but they commit only when they understand their role in making it happen. That work is intentional. That work 
is embedded within our nine principles framework in almost every principle. And when we know, and when I've learned, what I've learned is when we apply the tactics in those nine principles, we as a leader can open ourselves to delegate to others that we hire to do the jobs that they want to do in ways that help our organization achieve success. Now, delegating doesn't mean we're not involved. It's being engaged in the right way and at the right level. When we apply an improvement process, we engage in conversations by reviewing the data, asking what's working and how do we know? What's not working and how do we know? Where do you recommend we need to adjust? And end with, how can I be helpful? Not necessarily dictating or telling what to do, but openly asking, based on the way we've engaged in this discussion around our results and our progress and our metrics that are helping us understand that, how can now I be helpful to you and the team to move forward and achieve with great success? Now, our leaders won't answer the what can I do to be helpful question by saying, oh, please, we take more control. Leaders will be thoughtful about what they need help on to help their teams. Here's what stays with me when I feel compelled to keep control as a way of helping my team. What I may see as helpful is not how they see my actions. They see I don't have confidence in them when I take control. Sometimes when we believe we're helping someone, we may actually be hurting their growth and diminishing our ability to lead. This connects back to how we empower people and who deserves to be empowered. We've talked about that in some past episodes and it's worth exploring this topic deeper. But for now, maybe our best approach in thinking about delegation is self-awareness, looking in the mirror, assessing ourselves. Let's hold that, that mirror to see what we need to consider as we delegate responsibilities in a way that helps our teams and our organizations achieve success. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Performance. Please feel free to share this episode with a friend or colleague you think will find it interesting and enjoyable. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles framework so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.